Alright, what a day to be alive here. We are with Max, Maximilian Bucks. Just the shining star 19 year old running Hong Kong, the king. But we're going to talk today about emotional intelligence and how it's impacted our relationship and how we've been able to grow and enjoy every moment with peace and presence um, through um, learning of empathy and emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is a nutshell, in a nutshell is three things, self-reflection and self-awareness, self-regulation and self-management and empathy. And And emotional intelligence is a capacity to be aware of our emotions and consciously use them, to be aware of others' emotions, and to manage ourselves effectively in our relationships. So that's the point today is that in our world today, and where we're constantly trying to help other people um, be happy, we're trying to please other people, we're trying to um, not be in everything for herself and put herself last, that's what leads to us becoming unconsciously uh, not empathetic towards other people. Even though we're truly trying to become a person, even though we truly are a genuine kind person, even though we do have a warm heart, even though we love others, we might be actually starving and harming our own freedom because we are not aware of what empathy truly means and how to manage ourselves effectively in relationships. And for me, I think the main problem that I've always had is I just constantly want to please people because there are some experiences that I know are gonna be epic and I go solely for that because I want to feel alive and I want to spread my sunshine and radiate it. But there's other times where I would just go just to, just, just to have my face shown, right? Just to, to be a part of something when I didn't want to be there, right? And if there's something that's like necessary, right? So if you have to go to a networking event for finance then I would definitely recommend going because that gets you somewhere. That gets you towards your goal, your dream of like becoming a, a better person, right? Of becoming and moving up the ladder of finance, which is why you're there in the first place, right? So it doesn't mean that you don't, just because you don't want to do something doesn't mean um, that you shouldn't do it. Um, it just means that you should be more selective with what you do choose to do and make sure that's intentional, that it either has to do with some sort of enjoyment or feeling alive or has to do with you just moving up towards your dreams and goals, right? So for me, like the, the art of an experience, right? Like I want to be around you, Max, because I feel super alive and we have the most epic, maximal, present moment experiences, right? And like it's not really quantifiable. But if I'm not feeling that, why would I tell you that, why, why would I force myself to do something that I don't want to do just to please you, just because I do want to show that you're an amazing friend and that I do care about you and I do love you and you're the man, right? So I think that that's where empathy gets kind of clogged up in terms of what that truly means. Because if this was old Brandon and young Brandon, Brandon would always please someone and say, I have to be there. And it used to be FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. I always fear that I'm not going to be somewhere and everyone's going to have a good time. Now, I fear I have FOMA. Fear, I mean, FOFA fear of not feeling alive, right? So like, I fear that, I'm not fearing that other people are having a good time, I'm fearing that myself is not maximizing my potential to feel alive or to feel good or to feel present, right? And that's the thing that um, you um, 
didn't understand last night when you asked me, like, why is, is something wrong? Because you truly care about me as a friend. But that actually is what empathy is. It's making sure, oh, Brandon doesn't want to hang out with me tonight because he is at peace and presence doing him, right? So that divide of, of me actually standing up for myself and it actually is inspired by you because you always tell me to be at peace and presence and I knew I couldn't be at peace and presence if I went 40 minutes away to see you and then 40 minutes back home and then I've been running around because I wanted sleep and I wanted to just chill out and relax and spend time with myself. So it had nothing to do with you, one, but two, that's the point that I'm trying to make is that if I made the decision that I wasn't gonna be at peace and presence, then I'm gonna have to stand up for myself or I'm not managing my emotions and consciously promoting them, right? I'm not managing my effective relationship because I'm not giving you the right to, you would never want me to not be present and peace around you, right? That's the whole goal. We all want to be peaceful and present in whatever scenario, situation it is, right? So that's kind of what that comes down to. So self-reflection, let's dive into that. It's the acknowledgement of self and others with recognition of self as separate from other and honoring each other's individual right to have his or, own, his or her own experience, right? So even though I want you to change the world and, and, and feed a million lives, right, and, and do all these things, I am totally okay with you eating chicken nuggets and McDonald's rather than enjoying like, uh, and, and, and saving the environment, you're harming the environment by eating chicken, right? But you're fully aware of that, and I'm fully aware that that is the right to your own experience and that you wouldn't be able to help the world and spread your sunshine which is so bright without actually you doing that right and I think that that's something that not many people understand with with generation Z and also Millennials is that there are so many barriers of the foundation regardless of what it is um, that prevent us from doing something to be kind to others to love and if this is a small sacrifice for you to be able to be present and fully like do your sunshine or whatever it is. Like remember when um, we went to that charity event and I remember I knew exactly what I was getting into. I was like, I'm just getting Max to come. And even though you needed to sleep in that day and you needed to come, we got you to come and that was amazing. Just I knew how hard it was for you to actually get out and go volunteer when you had so many other amazing options to do. So my point being there is that is me understanding and honoring your individual's right to have your own experience. Because I know that if I didn't let you to have McDonald's or didn't allow you to sleep in, you would never ever come. We all have our own barriers to doing experiences. And that's something that is you need to understand about someone having their, their right to their own experience. So that's what that means. And then the acknowledgement of differentiation of like just understanding that it doesn't mean that we're ruining our relationship. We're actually making a relationship stronger by setting boundaries. It's just like classroom management in preschool, in, in kindergarten for me, right? It's like, I really want to be this nice guy that's spreading all these smiles and love and experiential education. But at the same time, if I don't have them behaving and understanding things, then they're not going to be able to have their own experience where they can really learn and grow and fully enjoy. So it goes both ways. So when self-reflection is lacking is when we blame others and say, oh, why can't, why can't you come or make, you're making excuses. Um, we commonly make victim-based statements that often begin with, if only she did this or only she did that. It also has to do with um, the great difficulty understanding that we do have the choice and we're not just 
robotics and we have to hang out with this person to be satisfied and do this. Um, and it also has honest, open, direct debriefing of the situation or project outcome. So where we want to be, where self-reflection is highly developed, is when we can focus on and observe ourselves in the midst of the fray of just the journey of life and, and all the ups and downs. And whatever it may be, we can adjust our behavior to constantly observe and assess yourself and provide healthy and positive coping mechanisms for what's going on. So I'm presenting all this information to you and I'm completely present and at peace. So if there's any time where you're like, this is boring or this isn't helpful, then we're just gonna press stop and, and end it. Um, but the whole goal is to expose you to this wisdom, right? It's not meaning you should implement. It doesn't mean that like you shouldn't eat chicken nuggets or you shouldn't do that. You have your own choice to make whatever values you want about life and yourself. But you are so far ahead of the curve of where you need to be in terms of emotional intelligence in the first place. Even though you're eating McDonald's, that is such a little part of it. So I don't want to make like you feel like shit. Um, we all have our own kind of mechanisms. Um, so here, self-regulation is the ability to control your impulses and stop doing something. So for me, I am really working on self-regulation. I am not good at self-regulation. Because my impulses always say, I need to do this. I need to please other people. And today, I am not pleasing you. I am enhancing our friendship and I'm enhancing our own, or my own presence and peace because it can be enhanced around a person like yourself. So that's the way I look at it. So let's talk about self-soothing now. So we can self-soothe in healthy or unhealthy ways. And these strategies can be either alone or with others. But here are some questions that you can think about and take home. Do I tend to go towards others and be with others to self-soothe? Or do I retreat and want to be alone? When do I use unhealthy relationship strategies that reduce trust? When do I use healthy and unhealthy alone strategies to soothe myself? What are the types of upsets that make it very hard to me to hold on to healthy strategies? Right? So for you, if you have any questions, by the way, just stand up and, and speak. What is, what is, can you go one back? What is soothing? So soothing is like what McDonald's does to your belly when you're hungover, but it's making you feel good. Okay. But we want to focus on like the long-term soothing, right? Like sustainable long-term feeling, right? The soothing of eating a salad and your body feeling good the next morning, right? So like, how can you soothe that through that? So when self-soothing is highly developed, that's when we are allowing others to freely be and to be valued by who they are, right? Exactly what we're talking about. To be able to appreciate you, even though you're putting junk in your body, right? <laughs> I don't want to keep harping on you, but like I'm just saying the example, right? Is like, you can appreciate, I can appreciate someone drinking at LKF and, and getting hammered or doing drugs, right? Just whatever, we're all on our own journey, right? And if you're gonna do that, enjoy it to the fullest. Don't complain, don't make excuses and, and have that be a party, right? And now you, you got your protein gains for the day and you're looking bigger. So regardless it is, make it work, but don't make other people lose their own freedom in the process, right? I mean, you're not really making anyone lose freedom. Maybe just some chickens, but all right, whatever. I don't know why I keep doing that. Okay. Anyways, enjoying positive support from others while we're still in the process of getting more information, right, about anything. Like, whether you're wondering why Brandon didn't come out last night. Well, you could still enjoy my support of, to have a good night, right? Um, we all don't want to jump to, like, we don't want Brandon to say, 
you need to do this in order to get somewhere. We want Brandon to give you the tools and education to get wherever you want so that it doesn't feel forced. I don't want you to feel any conclusions that you shouldn't eat McDonald's after this. But I would like you to to be educated about what that is really doing for yourself. You know what I mean? So that's the way we look at it. Um, so empathy in, in words is mirroring the other's experience. The mirroring like and deepens deepening of acknowledgement of the other's experience. So even if someone is suppressed, um, anyone can be empathetic. And it's how you um, how, 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 how you look into me and, and get into my shoes right now in this moment. So you're, like, what's your empathy right now? It's how does Brandon feel? And how does Brandon feel right now? What do you think? Brandon feels happy, alive. Incredible, alive, at peace, at presence. Because I love doing this. I love educating people and spreading wisdom. Not because I'm good at it, but because I truly just enjoy that. I think it's fun for me. So once again, this is something that's really interesting and keeps coming again. But when I share information, it may not ever help you, but do you realize that you, by giving me the attention to listen to me, which I'm very grateful for, you're actually helping me because you make me feel good. Not because you're soaking up the information or not because you're not, but because you're allowing me to enjoy this moment and be present. So a lot of times we feel that like, and, and this is actually hysterical because some, one of my friends just messaged me and she said, I just want you to know that you are a light, you are an inspiration and that you are like loved. And I got that message today. And but she said something else. She said, if you don't need it, pocket it. And I thought, and it just really stuck out to me, right? Because right now I don't need love. I'm feeling super alive, I'm super present. If anyone texts me, you're the, you're the man, you're amazing, it's not gonna do anything to me. I'm like fully present right now. And when I am feeling like shit, it's probably not gonna do anything to me. Like, yes, it's gonna make me feel like a little better, but it's not about the, um, it's not about, it, it, it's, it's about the journey of, so my point being is that the person who is actually sending the love or the gesture is probably getting more out of it than the person who's receiving it. Because whatever state they're in, it really can't be changed. Unless it's like a very unexpected, like positive experience and it could lead to and plant a seed for them, right? You can plant a seed for them to spread love to other people. Like we do with the airdrops and that we're doing. And like the amount of people that are declining the positive vibes, the amount of people that are declining like the, the, the you are loved and beautiful. It just goes to show that in that moment, no one wants to hear that, you know what I mean? But yet, it's still, it's still got to them. It's still processed them because they process it and they had a positive thought that's gonna help them move on to their day, feeling a little more love and, and loving to other people. So it's so effective, even though people in that moment just don't wanna do anything. But you still have one option left when you're bored or not happy because you open your wallet and you have your small piece of paper with your things on it and <laughs> you know you're out of the comfort zone when you know you will fail. <laughs> yeah, so Max is saying uh, a quote, you know you are out of your comfort zone uh, when when you fail um, and he's bringing out one of his um, one of his cards from the, the workshop that, that I facilitated on peace and presence. And every single person in the room um, had a card where every meaningful conversation that happened, so everyone had five conversations, they had to write one nice compliment or piece of wisdom or knowledge to put in their pocket and to learn and to actually be a part of this journey moving forward. And that was a seed that was planted 
through that event. So Max is saying that you always have something to come back to. You always want something in your wallet or in your pocket to allow you to move forward when you really do hit those low points because we all feel alone. We all feel depressed at some points, some more than others, but when you have those moments and you have those people and those things come up, you never know what type of, you never know what it can mean on someone else in that moment and never know what a conversation or experience could have because people could be flashing that right now depressed and reading that in their wallet, right? So it's super interesting. So anyway, so going back to empathy, so the more empathetic we become, the more we're able to read each other and further understand how to make the proper space for us to live fully, to be enjoying and creating epic experiences, but not ruining each other's experience and presence. And now we're gonna now we're gonna get into the final take, which is practicing three strategies for emotional intelligence. And that is practice being present now. Stop several times a day to be present in the moment. Notice your thoughts, notice your feelings, and notice your wants. Notice the sounds, smells, and touch of the world around you. Notice your judgments about yourself and your judgments about others. Know that your judgments are your interpretation and may be very different from others. Work towards suspending your judgments and just appreciating the life within and around you. Practice noticing and naming your experience. Notice and name your feelings, your wants, and your thoughts. Reflect on how easy or difficult it could be to access your full range of emotions. Accessing and naming a full array of feelings gives important information for making wise decisions. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want, and be able to cultivate that. So for me, it's really fascinating because right now, it sounds like I'm at perfect peace and presence. But what if the person to the right of me, what if she really wants quiet, and what if I'm bothering her, right? Will the amount of knowledge that is inspired through this podcast and through me and you make up for her discomfort in that moment? Maybe the discomfort will actually make her um, more conscious and more awake and more aware and have her live today with a burning passion to live life to the fullest, right? You never really know whether it's going to have a good or positive reaction. But the point being, wow, look at those mountains. It's pretty cool. Um, at least we would be present for a second. The point being is that noticing everything around you, dude, like, so we have these mountains, we have this water, we have people around us who could be getting disturbed or bothered by us, right? Noticing that like we're kind of very intentionally present in this moment right here. Um, and then, yeah, so I mean like, always always unbundle your feelings and, and I think for me, something that has constantly been um, on my mind the last couple of weeks is like, my pleasure, right? Eating McDonald's or eating a ham sandwich or whatever it is, like eating and, and going out, like that doesn't stimulate me, that doesn't make me feel alive anymore. But it makes so many people feel happy and alive and allows them to do what they want to do, right? So my point being is like, using that, using that as a way to enjoy life and to celebrate, that's a lot different from using it to unbundle your feelings, right? So for me, when I haven't been able to find the proper celebrations for me to feel alive and the right people, I would normally starve my freedom of feeling by like just going to the grocery store and eating chocolate or like, like, like stuffing myself with food or bread or any one of that stuff. So my point being is like, it's so important for us to really make that distinction between doing things for fun and doing things because you feel like shit, right? So like, if Brandon's not feeling good, well you know what? 
he might actually um, go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac and get chicken nuggets, right? But that's going to numb out what he was feeling. So he's not going to be able to enjoy and embrace the feeling of getting out of your comfort zone because that is super comfortable. You know what I mean? But it's different if you're doing something to feel alive. Like right now, I'm doing this to feel alive, right? Because I fully am enjoying it. So right now, I don't need, I'm not thinking about anything else or any urges. So that's like the thing about like my feelings is that I've been trying to take away the comfortable items that will help me starve my own feelings so that it actually feels like why I'm feeling this way and use that to progress rather than have a setback. So you're actually on the other side of the spectrum. You go out right now to experience life and to experience what it feels like to, to be out with people and to, to enjoy a beer and to enjoy McDonald's, right? You're not doing this because you're expressed. You're doing it because you fully enjoy it. And like, that's the big distinction. And that's what I did when I was your age too. So I'm not trying to sell anyone. You shouldn't eat McDonald's. You shouldn't go out and drink because we've all done that and it's amazing and it's so much fun. It's just to be aware that you're fully doing that for enjoyment. And when you stop enjoying it, that you shouldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and the last thing is like the opportunity to beat ourselves up. We never should beat ourselves up and or, or choose to beat ourselves up. We should think and, and use that to learn and grow as a way to become a, a better version of ourself. So how do we build trust for ourselves? Dude, where are we in the world, dude? Okay, we practice inviting feedback. The thought of getting feedback, so the subtle art of feedback. Feedback allows us to get rid of fear. It, it can build a wall of defense to protect ourselves, right? Oh, I'm not doing anything wrong, I'm not doing anything right. When you genuinely talk with vulnerable, honest communication, um, these conversations, um, the difficult ones, they actually make you feel really alive when you finish them because you actually move forward, eliminating something whether it turned out bad or bringing something on that turned out good. Um, so practice mentoring others to um, learn about um, what they're going through and increase your self-awareness. Like we, we learn from each other. You mentor me and I mentor you. Even though he's 19 and I'm 24, I learn from him all the time. Um, and that's the thing is like, we're even. You know what I mean? We're just both being ourselves. So notice when you begin to beat yourself up, take excessive responsibility and lose trust in yourself. Um, and identify people who shaped your view of yourself and your view of others and allowed you to move forward on wherever you're going. Not to the destination, but move forward enjoying the journey to the fullest with the most presence and peace. And always believe, always believe in yourself. Um, always enjoy every single step of the, the pain, the struggle, whatever it may be. Um, always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And if they steal or they take your money, well, you know what? You learned, you learned a lesson and life goes on. Unless you shouldn't have been giving me that money in the first place if you couldn't handle losing it or you shouldn't have made that decision in the first place you shouldn't have doing that. So that's the way I look at that. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and continue to um, feel the fear and, and, and do it anyway and, 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 and fuck fear and get out of your comfort zone. Um, because at the end of the day, um, the only thing that's holding us back um, from getting to the next level of life, which is no destination, it's just further enjoyment of the journey, is just overcoming your fears, becoming more present, becoming more at peace. And preparation is a, is a key part of that. Being around the right people is a key part of that. So 
I'm so grateful to have you, Max, um, to allow me to learn all the time about myself and, and, and think of you in that light because you do give me a light of, of presence, of peace, and, and of okayness in the midst of kind of what I create for the selves and the problems I have. But the goal is not to just be at peace when you're harming other people. The goal is to be at peace and presence where you're not harming anything and there's nothing lingering in your life. There's no loose holes where you have to live with something. So you want to overcome all those things that are nagging you, that, that are thoughts that are coming into your brain constantly because we can't change anything in the past. We can't change what our future looks like because so many things could be wrong. But we can figure out how to unleash those thoughts in the past that have been holding us back and to how to give ourselves the best chance to move forward, be the best version of ourselves at peace and presence, loving and enjoying this beautiful journey of life, spreading love and kindness to ourselves and others.